0: Greetings, my brothers and sisters. Once again, I want to welcome you to the Dominion Podcast. I am your humbled host. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Rodney. (laughs) Let's jump right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Our conversation today is found in the Gospel of Luke, the 15th chapter. When you have the opportunity, please read it for yourself. It is there you will find Jesus has an encounter with an audience of Jewish tax collectors and sinners. Who are tax collectors? Tax collectors are Jewish men who collected taxes for the Roman government. They would collect money for themselves and money for the Romans. They were referred to by other Jewish people as traitors because they would collect this money from their own people. Once again, they were referred to as traitors and sinners. Luke says they were in the audience listening to Jesus. The next group, Luke says, was there with sinners, who are sinners, to be very blunt with you ladies and gentlemen, you, (laughs) both you and I are sinners, the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory, for you my brothers and sisters, Jesus welcomes you and he wants to eat or fellowship with you. (laughs) Unlike in previous encounters, there is no physical healing recorded. For this particular audience, the teachings of Jesus is required. In this generation where we are in life, The teachings of Jesus is required. For our dysfunctions, the teachings of Jesus is required. So Jesus begins to teach. He teaches a lesson based on an accusation from the Pharisees, which was, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Based on the accusation, Jesus begins to teach three separate stories using a few central subjects around the theme lost and found. Story number one. The Bible says that a man has a hundred sheep. He loses one and he searches the wilderness until he finds it. And when he finds it, he's full of joy, joy. And he calls his friends to celebrate with him because what he lost, he has found. Story number two, there's a woman who has 10 coins. She loses one but she searches and cleans the house where she lost the coin until she finds it. And when she finds the coin, the Bible says she is full of joy, calls her friends to celebrate because what she lost, she has found. Story number three, there's a father with two sons. The younger son asks for his inheritance, leaves the father and squanders or wastes his inheritance. Essentially, ladies and gentlemen, these stories are centered around value. Once again, these stories are centered around value. The man has a hundred sheep, He loses one, he has 99 left, but he understands the value of the one. So he searches till he finds it. The woman has 10 coins, loses one. She has nine left, but she understands the value of the one till she sweeps the house, cleans it until she finds it, because she understands the value of the one. The first two stories, ladies and gentlemen, are centered around something of value that is in need of being found. The sheep cannot find itself, nor does it know its value. But the owner or the man does, so he searches until he finds it. The coin cannot find itself, nor does it know its value. But the woman does, so she searches until she finds it. This applies to some of us. We can find ourselves nor do we know our value. If this applies to you, the lesson for you ladies and gentlemen is, Jesus is vigorously searching for you and he has found you. This is cause for celebration. Jesus says heaven celebrates When one lost soul is found. Sounds like God in heaven do not celebrate your loss. People do. Sounds like God in heaven do not celebrate your downfall. People do. But Jesus says heaven celebrates when you are found. (laughs) In keeping with the same theme, the third story is centered around a father and two dysfunctional sons. I want to talk about dysfunctional son number two. (laughs) Jesus says the younger son does not ask, but tells his father to give him his share of his inheritance. Jesus says the father gives it to him. And the Bible says he sets off for a distant country. This young man made two decisions. Decision number one, he made a decision to get his inheritance. Decision number two, he made a decision to disconnect himself from the father this young man was under a delusional mindset that he can do it better by himself with his inheritance in other words ladies and gentlemen a byproduct of his bad decision disconnected him from the father how many of you can relate when a bad decision disconnect you from God? When bad decisions disconnect you from healthy relationships, this is what happens, ladies and gentlemen, you lose everything including yourself. The young man lost everything in what the Bible calls riotous living. (laughs) Riotous living means depleting your account with no income. He was putting a lot out with nothing coming in. He invested in things and people with no return. Who's been there? (laughs) As a result, he lost it all, including himself. But what really happened, ladies and gentlemen, a bad decision resulted in him losing his relationship with the father which is a representation of God. This is what really happened, my friends. He left for a distant country, disconnected from God. He ran out of money, disconnected from God. He got caught in a famine, disconnected from God. He started living in a pig pen, disconnected from God. The Bible says no man gave him anything. He started to eat what the pigs ate. Jesus has this young man beneath rock bottom, disconnected from God. (laughs) It is here he begins to search. What do I mean? In other words, the Bible says he came to himself or he came to his senses. The process of coming to yourself takes place in the mind. It's a mental examination as to how did I get here. This process calls for you to re-evaluate or reassess where you are in life and how did I get here? Here, ladies and gentlemen, is where you come to the realization, I can no longer blame or rely on people. It is here in the process of coming to yourself that you take full accountability for your negligence. It is here You deal with the source of your problem. Now, right here, ladies and gentlemen, it is very difficult for some of us to do this. We do not want to acknowledge or deal with the source of our problems that are in our minds. We don't want to address the source of our problems. We don't even want to think about it. So like the man at the pool of Bethesda, we become stuck in a dysfunctional setting and attempt to make the adjustment to get comfortable in it but this young man came to himself. He realized the value of what he lost. So he makes up his mind to reconnect back to the father. Here, ladies and gentlemen, in your rock bottom state, You have to deal with your mental dysfunctions, which in most cases require you to acknowledge or become accountable for the decisions that you made. So he makes up in his mind to reconnect back to the father. Here, ladies and gentlemen, is where the two stories previously connect. The man loses one sheep but understands the value, so he searches until he finds it. The woman loses one coin but understands the value, so she searches until she finds it. So when the young man came to himself, just like you have come to yourself today, he realized the value of his lost relationship to the father. So Jesus says he actively searches back to restore his relationship to the father, because he understands the value now. He is mentally ready to reconnect back to God. So the Bible says he starts his journey back to his father. And I'm closing with this part two next week. You don't want to miss, but in closing, Jesus says the father sees him coming from a distance off. When you are mentally ready to reconnect back to God, he will welcome you back. The problem a lot of us make mentally is we attempt to humanize God. Not sure if that's a word, but what we do is we think God is human and that he is mad with us because we made bad decisions. So we have a tendency of shutting the relationship down or disconnecting ourselves from God. But that, my friend, is the source of your problem. So this young man makes up in his mind or he came to himself and he realized the value was his relationship to his father or the value is the relationship you have with God. (laughs) Let me stop right there, ladies and gentlemen, once again, Part two is next week. Let me end by saying this as I always do. In the beginning, God created the sun, the moon and the stars. He created the birds of the air. He created the fish of the sea. He created the animals that roam the land. But how many of you know, Nature in all its glory is not, I repeat, is not God's ultimate creation. Would you put your hands on your heart and repeat these words after me? Say, I am God's ultimate creation. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you so much for listening and giving me your ear. Please follow me on Spotify and share this particular podcast with a friend. Once again, I thank you until next episode, ladies and gentlemen.